people don't know how much risk they really have inside of their plans. There you go. Whether that's tax risk, medical cost risk, mm-hmm. stock market risk, and they've gone, they're just going through life, and all of a sudden that thing, that stock market, that COVID, that long-term care situation comes up, and they didn't plan for it. They didn't know the risk that was involved, and it's a derailment when it could have been dealt with. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint, a podcast by 210 Financial. No matter who you are or where you are in life, having a plan for your finances matters. And that's what this show is all about. In each episode, we want to help you gain an understanding of where you are now and where you want to go from here. Hey, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Your Retirement Blueprint podcast. My name's Kendall Stahl, alongside my co-host, father-in-law, best friend. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Best friend. I was trying to come up with something I never thought that. I felt like I needed a third thing, you know? We just went to a new level. Yeah, we did. We can hug now. In the the witness of all of you folks, we just went to a new level. He said best friend. We've got it on tape here. Anyways, today's show, we got nothing planned. Okay. Okay. I like that. We did, but it was kept talking about the pandemic, and I'm frankly just over it. I like it. So much Rip for that plan, up. right? There goes that plan. Here we go. No more pandemic talk. Pandemic's over. It's over. In my mind. In my yeah. Anyways, we always start our show. How, how about this? Pandemic okay. may not be over, but I'm over the pandemic. That'll work. Yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah. All right. Question of the day. You ready? Fire. This one's from Frank. Frank Hi, didn't Frank. tell me where he was from. Okay. So he's from somewhere. Okay. And okay. he's going to retire in a year. Okay. He wants to know, should... I'd be investing my 401k aggressive or conservatively. Well, Frank, thanks for the question. Um, we, we do appreciate you writing in on that. Um, so I guess there's a, a bigger answer to a very nice, short, concise question. The bigger answer is, Frank, what have you done to establish your income? Sure. Because once the paycheck stops, Frank's got to buy groceries, got to keep the lights on, he's got to buy the clothes, put the gas in the car, those kind of things. Yep. So, Frank, what have you done to establish your income? If your answer is, well, I'm going to live 100% out of that bucket called the 401k, then by all means, don't go super aggressive yeah. with all of it. We can start to segment pieces of it, but we want some of that set aside for your income needs. If you say, no, this is money, Phil, that I'm never going to spend, or I'm going to leave it to somebody else, or I've got... You know, pensions and social right, security. Right. A pension is going to cover me, social security. I've got some rental properties. i got some farm stuff. i got plenty of income. Then maybe we should have a different conversation. But it all depends on what is Frank's purpose for that money. There's nothing wrong with being aggressive as long as that aggressiveness has a plan attached to it. So, Frank, establish your income first. Then we can figure out how to be how much to be aggressive with the rest of that. I love it. So since we ripped our script up. Okay. I like that, too. You Let's ready for talk. the name of this show? Fire away. Okay. Kendall and Phil's pet peeves. Oh man, <laughs> how much time you folks have? We got a few. Here we of them. go. We got a few of them. Yeah. All right. You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Here's one of my biggest pet peeves. Okay. When people say um um yes <laughs> um um that's an inside joke. Yeah. We were just talking about it. I watched myself on a video, and all I did was say um, um. <laughs> and now I'm a, I now um. <laughs> I can't stop saying um. <laughs> you don't really know you're saying um, so it's really hard to fix. Um, okay. Anyways. Biggest pet peeve, go. I meet with a lot of retirees every day. Maybe this is, I don't know if this is a selfish, I don't know what this is. A lot of retirees every day, baby boomers, 
pensions, social security, more money than they're ever going to use in their life. And they don't give a rip what happens when they're gone. Yeah. Happens every day, doesn't it? <laughs> I wish I was that dad. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I, every time I say that, man, I'm like, man, I hope that's not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your biggest pet peeve. Here's yeah. one of mine. You go to a restaurant and a nice, sweet waiter, waitress, one of them comes up to your table and says, what are we having? What do you mean, we? You're not joining me for dinner right now. What do you mean, what are we having? I ought to say, what are you having? Okay. That's one of my biggest ones. Well, I'm glad to know that now. I was going to say, I should clarify this show is Kendall and Phil's biggest like financial. We're just airing our agreements. That's yeah. all we're doing here. This isn't just, we're going to air it all. I was going to try to tie this to like financial planning, oh, you know, okay. retiring, right. things all like right. that. Sorry. Like if Sorry. we could just, you know, change a few things, like what would we do? Okay. okay. So the first one is. If people, and maybe this is my problem, maybe I need to do a better job of teaching people what all could be done to get money to the next generation, right? If you got all the money you need, um, you don't know what to do with it, and you're just not worried about what happens to the next generation. There's so much that you can turn into like generational wealth. Yeah, right. Impact. That's a massive impact. Yeah. I agree. That that is a lot of folks. And I think the reason, Kendall, I don't think it's anything that that you can blame them for. I believe it's the way as a society, especially central Illinois, conservative values, they have a hard time breaking out of that big yeah. time thinking, that abundance thinking. And I think some, yeah, for sure that. And I think some of them just think that um, it's secure. It's, they don't want to, um, they don't want to, there was, um, did you hear that? Um? I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking them one. Yeah. Two, they three. don't want to think about, it's hard for them to believe. I can't talk today. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, I'm trying to say yes. that they're worried they're going to run out of money. Yeah. And it's hard for them to believe that they've accumulated so much wealth that yeah, they right. can really do a whole well, you know spend why. a bunch and screw a Here's lot of things why. up. And they were raised out. in a way that their mom and dad probably said these things to them. Shut the door. We're not heating the outside, right? Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, I've started saying. <laughs> oh, boy. He's a dad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my word. Right, finish these sentences. I feel just like my dad now. <laughs> finish these sentences for me. Money doesn't grow on. Trees. Exactly. So you were taught these things, right? Yeah. Turn out that light and shut that door and those kind of things. So you go to work. You get married. You go to work. You raise kids. You try to pay a mortgage. And you try to cut every corner you can cut. And then all of a sudden, over the years, this this wealth has accumulated in their 401ks or IRAs. But their mindset still says... Save Shut that door. We're not close. We're not heating the outside. Save Turn the off that light. Say, yeah. Container. My mother, my yeah. mom passed away last year. If she had one cottage cheese container, she had a hundred, hundred and fifty of them because that was a, she cut every corner she could. I always go to my grandma's house. So this is, maybe this is there's no topic today. So this is good. We're gonna get on yeah. topic. I go to my grandma's house, and every time I leave, I feel guilty. I'm like, my goodness, we should. Try to live a little more like they do, you know. Yeah. My generation, we're just spend it, throw it away, you know, whatever. Well, also, too, that is generational because your grandparents and my grandparents came from that Great Depression era stuff. Well, they knew what having nothing meant. You and I have never been sure. through that. Well, I thought we had. You know, I've been through some lean times, yeah. but I've never been to a point where nothing. we're searching for our next meal. Yeah. Or we're going to a neighbor to try to share something to try to exist. So that, that there is a lot of uh, experience that, that came with that, but... All seriousness, with your pet peeve of people saying, I've got this bucket of money. I'll probably never spend it. I don't care where it goes after I'm dead. I think that is a problem. I think that you could take that and pull, you could put a lever under that and really make a large impact either to your kids, your grandkids, a ministry that you love or something. There's something that could be done there. The leverage, taxes, you know, um, planning for catastrophic illnesses, you know, Mm -hmm. those types of things that really can go to the next generation. Anyways, so that's one of mine. What about you? 
Other than the whole whatever. The waiter waitress thing. The waiter waitress thing. It does bug me. If you're a waiter or waitress, don't ask me what we're having. <laughs> you can say, what are you having? That's all. I'm done with that one. Oh, man. Euphemisms. I'm waiting on you. Euphemisms are another one, but it's not financial planning. Back to financial planning. Do you not have any? Are you saying it's just you just keep doing things the way they go? Nothing. There's nothing that bugs you, rubs you the wrong way. There's a lot of things that rub me the wrong way. Okay. When it, what do you want to talk I'm about? Waiting. Oh. I'm waiting for your your uh, your thing. Well, when it comes to what we do every day for a living, <laughs> I think one of the things that does rub me wrong, other than food, is that people don't know how much risk they really have inside of their plans. There you go. Whether that's tax risk, medical cost risk, mm-hmm. stock market risk, and they've gone, they're just going through life, and all of a sudden that thing that stock market that covid that long-term care situation comes up and they didn't plan for it they didn't know the risk that was involved and it's a derailment when it could have been dealt with way back here that is a that's a problem to me Mm -hmm. and i really think people need to to be wake up a little bit sit up a little bit be a little more serious about their their plan figure out how much risk you've got Mm -hmm. we do that on scale one to 99 so think speed limit sign right um, one is we're not going anywhere. 99 is we're going somewhere real fast, mm-hmm. right? Let's figure out where you're at risk-wise inside of your portfolio. This is this would just be have to do with um, investment risk, not taxes and stuff like that. Even, yeah. but where are you Stock at? market risk Stock you're talking about, risk, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where are you at investment-wise? So scale one to 99, um, one's cash in the bank. 99 is as risky as you can get. Uh, a reference point is the S&P or the stock market. Uh, is at a risk score of 75. So yeah. if your risk score is 75 um, and you don't know it, and um, we weren't going to talk about the pandemic, but if COVID hit, um, the market goes backwards 30 or 40% or whatever it was, you're going backwards that much too. Mm-hmm. And if more than likely, um, this is a generalization, so so maybe not 100% true, but more than likely, someone that didn't know how much risk they had and they slide backwards that much, they're going to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Which is probably one of the worst things you can they're do. They're going to do something emotional, which could be wrong. Yeah, they're going to run yeah. from fear. I'll tell you a true story. This is long ago, but this is something that I think would help you, uh, those listeners to really understand what this means. There was a gentleman who is not a client of ours. So I can be very, this is a general story, but it, it actually did happen. This gentleman sat in my office and I'm going to make up a number. Let's say that he had $500,000 in his 401k. And he said to me, what do you think I should do? Because I want to retire next year. And I said, well, do you realize how much risk you have inside of your portfolio? And he said, risk doesn't matter to me. I'm going to retire next year. Well, that was in 2008. And for anyone remembering 2008, that's when the stock market at some points went down 50%. He sat in my office a year later. He did not take our advice to reduce his risk. And a year later, he had about $250,000 in his account. And it ruined his retirement. Now it wasn't a year till retirement. Now it could have been three, four, five years because he didn't want to take the time to address how much risk he had and what the goal was for that money and establishing a plan. Had he done that, probably been a whole different story because he still could have retired even in a down market because we would have made a plan for that. Easy for us to say though, right? Like this is what we do every day, but I get it. Uh, you get stuck in the mundane of life and you just go through life and all of a sudden it's a year, it's two years, it's three, your kids are grown, now you're retiring and you're like, well, I haven't even thought about this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's no different for me than I just told you. I bought a, a Honda Civic, 23,000 miles, and I've changed oil once. Don't, you just, <laughs> now it's on record. Now it's on record. 
You shouldn't have said that. So I don't know if that's the same thing, but, you know, yeah. get going. and Life happens. Life happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Checklist challenge. So here we go. All right. Um, um, I was just thinking about this while you were just talking about that. Uh, we have a checklist challenge. Um, we'll, I'll get the, the link for it um, before the show's over here. But basically, it's a checklist, and you can say, hey, you know, um, have I planned for my income? Do I know what my Social Security and my pension is going to be? Do I know how much risk I'm going to have? inside of my portfolio um you know have we talked about taxes what's your risk score right because back to you know my scale from one to 99 we're going to figure out how much you risk you have inside of your portfolio um but then we also are going to figure out kind of mentally or emotionally where are you at as a individual or as a couple or however you want to say that on that scale as well to make sure that matches up i agree otherwise we have a lot of sleepless nights not so much us, but our clients could have sleepless nights if sure. if they say they want their risk to be this, but emotionally they can only handle this, mm-hmm. and the market starts to do its crazy thing, which it will do from time to time. And then when the with your emotional quotient doesn't match your risk quotient, what you'll do is make ter- terrible emotional decisions, and you'll run from fear, and you'll get out at the bottom of market. You think it's going to keep going down, and you'll wait till it gets way back up. You did exactly the opposite. You bought low, and and excuse me, you you bought in high and got out low. It's the exact opposite of what you're supposed to do. Yeah. So, anyways, checklist challenge. Um, you can you can uh, download that. We'll put the link in our show notes, and you can kind of walk through that. And anything that you need help with, we're obviously going to be willing to help you with. So there you go. Kind of a, seriously, on all seriousness, kind of a a fun show, uh, a non-agenda show, just a pet peeve show. But my biggest pet peeve, Kendall, and I want it to be your biggest pet peeve too. I know it's Kendall's. And that's (laughs) when people um, let life get in the way of making a good plan. Yeah. And then life happens in a way they didn't expect. And it could have been such a better outcome than it was had they made had they took the time in the good times to make a plan for when the bad times happen. Because guess what? Life is going to come at us. It good is. times are going to be here. Bad times are going to be here. We're going through some difficult times as a nation right now. And had people made plans, those who made plans, they're thankful they did it. Okay. There we go. Yep. You got anything that happened this week in history? Boy, let's see. This is the. This is the. Let's see. Is this? You tore it up, so I don't. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm going to make up something. Somebody, right. Nobody fact check me. See if it's real or not. Kendall okay? and Phil's first <laughs> show that we just randomly did. <laughs> this week in history. This week in history in 1962. I don't know. I can't wait to see where this is going. <laughs> Are you really making this up or are you coming I'm up? I'm totally something? making this up. Okay. No. <laughs> well, we don't have to have it this week in history. No. Let's do it. I've got something. Okay. 1962, there was a very famous quote. And that famous quote said, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Is that true? It's a true statement. Okay. I'm going to fact check. Neil Armstrong stepped onto the moon. All right. I'm going to fact check that for sure. I may be off a year or two, but it was in this time frame. <laughs> Yeah, 1960 folks, yeah. something. All righty, folks. Well, thanks for suffering through that. Yeah, with us. boy. <laughs> I think we should do it more often. I like it. Yeah. All right. We're well, coming up thanks next for watching. week. Uh, maybe we'll rip up the script again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye bye, guys. Thank you for listening to your retirement blueprint. We hope today's episode helped you gain a better grasp of your finances and clarified a possible path forward in your life. This show is brought to you by Two Ten Financial. And our team is passionate about helping individuals and families achieve their ideal retirements. If you'd like to talk more about your financial plan, 
we'd love to talk to you. You can learn more and schedule a call at 210financial.com. Again, that's www.210financial.com. We can't wait to see you right back here next time on this show.